Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Skydive Liberation. We're the Splash Bros. I'm Kyler. I'm Jacob Patty. We're here with our audio engineer, Drew Beach. Farrell is not with us currently right now. Um, he is rigging. He's balls deep in nylon right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, we don't have necessarily a set topic. We're both part of the sky, um, Beginner Skydiving Forum on Facebook, and we you know, we notice a lot that there's a lot of questions that, especially beginners, you know, people going into AFF or, or even their first tandems or whatnot, or even, even young skydivers, are, they, they ask a lot of questions on there. So what we wanted to do for this episode is we're just going to kind of run through the whole forum, and we're going to start answering a few of the questions yeah, we're that just going to see what's on there right now. Uh, and always, as always, when we're about to talk about this Facebook, check out our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we have a Patreon. Check out our link tree. All of that is going to be in the description below. Uh, feel free to check it out. Um, but now, yeah, let's get into the beginning skydiving. Forum. Let's dive in. So, Jacob, you said you've got a good one to start with. Yeah, so this was just posted six hours ago um, by Mustafa Yosef. Um, so he basically just said, hi, skydivers. I'm skydiving for my first time on May. Uh, just concerned about safety here. I heard of someone here in the community died out of his parachute malfunctioning. See, there's there's a lot of ways that that honestly could go. You know, yeah, I that's would, such a vague. My parachute malfunction. What yeah. do you? That's a vague. You know, and and I know you would agree with me at this on with me on this is that honestly when it comes to skydiving for injuries and, and especially deaths honestly 90 percent of the time or more it's it's usually human error it that is. is is the cause of of the injury or, or even the death it's it's very rare that it's an actual malfunctioning parachute yeah unless you're jumping racers friends don't let friends jump racers <laughs> right 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 <laughs> um but you know with that i think that kind of brings me to an idea. Um, when you hear about skydiving, you hear about skydiving injuries, you just, you get scared. You hear this feeling of like, oh, death, what does that even mean? That's kind of like saying, oh, someone died in a car. I, what do you mean by that? Jesus. Did they drive off the road? Did they drive while intoxicated? Did they drive into another driver? Did their fucking steering wheel go out? Did their tire blow? There's so many fucking ways that you can look at that. You know? Yeah, and, and when it comes to your parachute, you know, you see your parachute malfunctioned, well, was who packed it? Who packed it? What kind of malfunction? Was it a line over? Was it just a line twist that, you know, the person didn't know how to get out of? Yeah, and that's... that's and then just cut away too low? Or, or didn't cut away, Or period. didn't cut away, period? Maybe or, they tried to roll, you know, just figure it out, but then, you know, you've got that decision altitude, and if you're not reaching that decision altitude and, and doing your cutaway... Yeah, maybe the um, they got more fabric over their head and then they started going to a dive with the two fabrics yeah, you know you know it's pretty vague and there's there's a lot of ways that you can interpret that and we, there's definitely more we'd have to know about that sort of, of, uh, that. of and on on average annually in the skydiving community there's 13 to 15 maybe 16 deaths especially now that there's more and more skydivers getting out there annually so there's around 15 annual deaths in the skydiving community each year yeah but um, when you think about it in in comparison there's over 3 million jumps made a year in skydiving, made by over 300,000 licensed skydivers. Yeah. So you you really have to consider, like, yes, you hear about these. Th yeah. That's, you know, you only hear about them. That is why you hear about them. Yeah, and that, happen, and that goes know? with life. Like, you're going to hear more about the negative than you're ever going to hear about the positive, and that's just the way it is. Skydiving itself is is actually a fairly safe 
you it's know. A, it's a very dangerous sport that can be done extremely safely. Yes, ex- exactly. That's probably the best way you could absolutely put it. It's yeah. a very controlled sport that can be absolutely the safest thing you can do if you do everything right. And again, over 90% of the time, if there's an injury or death, it's human error. We've yeah. had deep impact, you know, on on the podcast a couple times and and I know he would tell you it was it was human error. He was doing something he should have done. And and honestly even then with the injuries and the deaths 90% of the time it's low turns. Yeah, doing or you're something. just not paying attention, right? So yeah. I had a really bad uh landing the other day. The thing I'd like to touch on though Yeah, with I that, think that's a good point bringing that up. Um so two things. I'll I'll bring that up here in a second. Um but you hear beginners afraid of safety really with with those kind of questions, it's good to post that on the forum. It's it's good to express yourself. It's uh, good to get it out. Don't there. make fun of those people. You know they're no. just scared. They're just nervous. They're wanting to get in the sport. You were fucking nervous one day too. Shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, I still get fucking nervous. <laughs> I still get it, man. Yeah. So like, best thing we can do. Don't make fun of those people. Don't tease them. You know, Always they, they're hurt, they're man. asking that question because it it means something to them, and they the sport means something to them. So don't don't make fun of them. You know, encourage them. Uh, teach them the right way to ask that question. Maybe maybe point them. Say, hey, or just ask them nicely. Yeah. You know what what do you, what else do you know about it? What happened? Yeah. And you know, a good question. A good thing is when you start skydiving, ask your instructor who's fucking working at the yeah, DZ. Definitely, definitely ask a Facebook your... homie is not going to answer your question the best way. An AFFI is yeah. going to work out. No. You know. Ask ask your more experienced jumpers at whatever DZ you're at because you're going to get a better idea of of what happened and why and they're going to be able to go into the more scientific aspect of it like absolutely so i should have broken myself the other day um i had a really bad landing um and i didn't get to see it because i was in the water yeah so uh what happened was i was working on hitting uh my mark um so which you did oh yeah i fucking did you were were on point man um i was like two feet away uh why don't you give a little context what we did that morning yeah, so something we do, um, ev- well, I'm starting the tradition of, is because Wizard told me about this, is to go out every morning, go to the landing area, and just sit there for 10 minutes. Feel the wind. Find a spot that's dry where you want to land and put a cone out there. And just sit and feel the wind. Get used to it. What What is it like out there? What are you gonna, What's it going to be like when you're landing? you got to think about those things. So... Um, I had a really good jump my first one. I landed exactly on point, you know, um, within like one foot of the mark. Um, I was wearing like a 10-pound weight belt. Um, And then on my second one, I took off that weight belt. Bad decision. Don't mess with weight belts. You need to work with that, and you have to work up slowly. Um, Besides the point. But, um, and we'll get into that in a future episode, and I'll go a bit more in-depth on this in a future episode as well. But basically, the gist of what happened was I came in, I was a bit high, um, I was a bit high to hit my mark, so I started sashaying. And sashaying is where you kind of go get kind of like a toggle monkey, where you go right on your toggle, left on your toggle, and you kind of go back and forth to Make kill like altitude. small S-curves, kind of. Yeah, just to kill altitude, and you start going down, and you have to be aware of a lot of things. Um, so I was thinking about so many different things. I was thinking about hitting my mark, I was thinking about sashaying properly, I was thinking about other people and where they were, and... Then I realized I was four feet above the fucking ground, um, yeah. right above my point. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm way too fucking low. I'm way too fucking low. And I just fucking flared, and I just went straight down. I didn't even stage it. I just pounded it out, and I hit the ground. That was so hard. I left a, like, 10-foot skid 
and ass imprints and foot imprints. So I landed first on my legs and kind of scrubbed into the ground, hit my ass hard. I felt my teeth chatter. Um, and then I fell back onto my back and equaled it all out. Um, had I not finished that flare and had I not landed the way I did, mm, um, you'd probably be paralyzed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I have some bone bruising, um, in my ribs and my back of my ribs and my back hurts and my, um, hips are a little funky. Um, but I, I finished that flare and I fucking survived and I was on a 150, um, and that that's the type of shit you don't want to do. So, yeah, just kind of on on a, on a real note, guys. You know, be careful. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't shit. don't go too far too fast. Don't think about too many variables. You need to take it fucking slow. Yeah, I mean, sh- shit happens. It always does. But when, especially when you're ninety percent of the time or more, when you're com- where you're going to get hurt is when you're coming in for your landing. Yeah, I had some internal bruising. I still have it. Um, my liver's a little fucked up. I think. Um, and yeah, all my entire back, it, the bones are hurting, um, and my left side by my rib cage and like over, over by my left shoulder. Well, and that kind of goes back to like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> my first jump too. Now I got a little lucky on it. Um, that first jump that I did, which is which is the photo that we've been posting for all of our skydive liberation stuff. That was my first jump in AFF, and I. I remember Jake saying flare, 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 and it just never fucking hit me. And I flared at literally the last second. Now, thankfully, it was wet as shit at the DZ like it normally is. But I splashed down and bounced. Yeah. If you're bouncing from the ground, that's bad. Yeah. that's And that's basically what happened to Jacob. Like, he hit the ground. He flared way too late, kind of like I did for my first one. And it's just, it's so hard and on the, your I, back. You know, and I I never did that. I never thought I would do that because I, I hit stand-up landings, like, fucking perfectly on spot every time. Yeah, you hit um, a lot of stand-up landings. I'm still, you know, I'm yeah, like about 50-50. I've 50, hit 90, 95% of my jumps are stand-up landings. Right. The rest that aren't are, like, weird conditions of, like, doing a downwinder and kind of losing it or just, and more around when I first started was that but anyways we'll get more into canopies on uh, and landings onto a different episode yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a whole episode on landings but uh, but that's yeah. just like kind of the gist yeah um, you know and just to get on a real note like jacob had a pretty i'd say it's a pretty close call this last weekend yeah but uh, at the same time i still went up and fucking jumped two times after that yeah crazy bastard well you know you kind of there's certain things where you're like you can feel where you can push it you can feel where you can't push it i'm still gonna jump tomorrow man i'm still gonna be fine i'm just sore as fuck you know it's it's I feel like it's a good and that's what's really cool about skydiving. Some of those injuries, as long as you're not like broken, yeah, it's you know it's, bruises and stuff. It's kind of better to work through them and stretch. I do yoga every morning. Do I had I not done yoga every morning, I also might have been broken. Like what what I really like about about skydiving is it's a sport that will give you a lot of humility. It's mm. always going to keep you on your toes. And, and when you start getting to that 100 jump wonder, you need to be humbled fucking quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, you start getting confident like, oh, man, I'm doing stand-up lands. I'm doing this I'm and doing sachet yeah. and I'm hitting points at yeah, – I'm yeah, at 84 yeah. and I can get I can get like stand-up landings five times in a row on the exact spot within a foot. And, and that moment you're getting real confident is is when you're going to get humbled. And oh, you're gonna and get I got humbled, humbled real, quick. real fucking quick. I was embarrassed. Um, I just fucking stood up immediately. I was fine. Um, cause I, I, I handled it and then I balanced out the fucking, the yeah. damage. Had I just taken it to my ass, it would have been broken. Mm-hmm. Had I not just like balanced out the pain. And, like, I didn't even get to see you land cause I was, you know, in a fucking ditch. It was bad. Everyone was like, why? 
what now what did we learn yeah what did we do and i'm like i know i know i know i know exactly what i did um yeah you didn't fucking flare i did flare had I not flared, I would have died. Does that really count? There's a flare. I didn't stage it. I didn't properly level out the canopy, so I just fucking went. And I, I was also on a Sapphire 3, which has a big glide and short recovery arc, so that also helped, yeah. you know, save me from not being broken. But, like, that's the type of things you need to think about. And we'll get back into that. But that goes back to canopy malfunctions and safety. Yeah, ex- exactly. There's I mean, so much fucking complications and depth in To that. go back to the question that you brought up, you know, I, I really feel like we need some more information about that one to really be able to answer it too much. But I got I got another one right here. So does anybody wear any type of ankle support on their landing? David A. Roses. Oh, that's a that's a good one. So when I, I first started skydiving, I was wearing just an, like normal tennis shoes. Yep. Um, and that, that I would get stand-up landings, and my ankles were like sore after doing it like two or three times because you just kind of – when you're not really good at leveling out your canopy at the right level, you might come down a little high, or you might flare a little high and level mm. yourself out and kind of yeah. lift kinda up and come it down. A second or so. Yeah. yeah, and you smack down with your feet and you kind of run it out, but that that hurts your ankles. Oh yeah. So um, I actually got these Vans. Um, so they're like the oh, high top the skater. High yeah. yeah, like the high top skater Vans, and I lace these up tight. I make sure they're fucking nice to my ankles. And ever since I got these around jump, like. I was probably like 13 or so. I jump with them. I I don't ever jump without them. They're kind of like my lucky shoes. Uh, I feel weird when I don't wear them, even in just normal living. um, Because they they do have some, uh, they have a bit of like passion and luck to them, I think. Um, But, you know, I don't have ankle pain. Writings on the wall. It's good to be fucking superstitious. It's That's that's where you you get confidence is when you start jumping the same shit, jumping the same clothes. It's that whole routine type thing. You know, it's like, okay, this is is my skydiving stuff. That's what skydiving is. It's 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 building up habits and routines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why, you know, when it comes to ankle support and things like that, it's good to wear the right shoes. So, and, and let me add on to this. So, I... Um, I still wear tennis shoes when I when I jump, but I have somewhat of an ankle problem. So my left ankle, I have sprained eight times. The most recent time was because of skydiving. I came in, it was a downwinder, and I ended up landing right in front of the hangar. But, you know, I was coming in real hot and fast, and, man, one of those wild PLF moments where you just tumble kind of afterwards. But I came in hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it fucked my ankle up for like two weeks. So Shit. after that, I was wearing like an ace bandage for like a week and I don't have like an actual ankle brace. So I've just, I was just using that ace bandage for a while. Um, but you know, if, if you've got an, um, ankle issues kind of like I do, I would definitely, definitely recommend getting like an ankle brace and even one of the thinner ones, just something to give, you know, a little bit of extra support while you're doing it because like jacob said some of your landings are going to be a little bit harder than others especially if you're just now beginning oh yeah you know, you're gonna get some hardies <laughs> you're you're more than likely you're gonna flare too high oh yeah i mean know. like tasha we were talking with tasha tasha's like i've lost like three centimeters off my height from just all the hard landings i've mm-hmm. had like you get you, skydiving it's for short kings Short kings and queens. It's a skydiving sport. You will tonight. lose. You will lose height the longer yeah. you're in the sport. So you get even shorter. Yeah, um, it will happen, and you know that's. 
it's an unfortunate thing just of the sport, but it, it does happen because you're not always going to have oh, a smooth yeah. landing. I mean, even last night, so I, I have a new friend, um, and like we're, we're, they're five six, and I'm also I was five six, um, and like we were just comparing night, and I'm like, I don't think I'm five six anymore. I think I might be like five five and a half after that landing. Like seriously, no I joke. S- I still wonder if you had any sort of compression. I'm good. I, 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 we would, we would know real quick. It's just yeah, go bad see it. Go get a fucking x-ray. Nah, I'm good. No, fuck that. It's too much money, but yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, like, I mean, like if landings. it starts becoming a problem, you know, but there's, there's a certain point where it's just like, you, you know, whether something's wrong yeah. and it, it hasn't actually started kind of being sore until recently that kind of bone bruising and like deep shaking of your organs, like your organs aren't made to bounce. No, they're, <laughs> they're not, not made to hit at like forty miles an hour and hit hard. Um, yeah, y- your entire body like gets shaken. So I, I was kind of like, my belly was wrong, my like kidneys hurt, my like my liver still feels weird. So I haven't been drinking at all these uh, this past week at all. Like I don't really drink that much. If I drink something, I drink a beer here or there, but I'm not touching alcohol because my liver feels weird. Um, so, and I feel that kind of weird sort of shaking pain. So I'm just taking my time with it, letting myself heal. I'm not pushing it hard, but I'm also stretching and still working through it so that it heals. It's good when you have bruising and deep bruising, it's good to like get that movement in there and keep kind of your activities. Even right now, I'm kind of doing a little stretch because I just felt like a sharp pain. Um, but yeah, no, with uh, support, it's good to wear clothes that support you, you know? It's uh, there's a saying in skydiving, dress for success. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Jacob, you had another another one that was about. Uh, actually, there's a good transition into the whole um, drinking on the DZ. Yeah, so I was actually pulling up a question somebody else wrote. Um, so in skydiving, you know, we have a lot of like sober people. We have a lot of people who. Um, you know, have have all different lifestyles and what they like and what they choose to do. So Brandon Higgins uh, posted on the Beginner Skydiving Forum around February 27th. He had he said this. So, weird question. But as someone who has a bit of trauma due to alcohol, I have an intense hatred slash dislike for anything alcoholic. Um, am I going to be the weird guy at the drop zone? Nobody likes because I don't really plan on following the whole beer tradition for milestones. I know it's a small thing, but I actually worry about it because I have had a bad experience with alcohol and avoid it at all costs, uh, but don't want really any negative social consequences because of it. Yeah, see, That's a good question. That, that is a really good that's, question, and I feel hard. like in the skydiving community, there's a lot of that goes around. Um, you know, I'd, I'd say for that one, because there is so so much of... there. There's both sides of it, so you've got both sides of the spectrum in skydiving. You've got a lot of people that... You know, kick the can. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then you've got a lot of partiers, but then you've also got a lot of people who, you know, they're, they're done with that. They don't do anything like that. They don't drink. They don't smoke. They don't do anything like that. So you've got both sides of the spectrum. And I mean, so a good example, what's kicking the can? Do you know? No. Okay, so um, you drink a beer. And then you go, you bring that beer can up on on a sky. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. And you yeah. do a high pull, and you throw the can out, and then you pull, and then you, when you're under in falling and under your canopy and flying, the can falls at the same level as you. So you're trying to kick the can under mm-hmm. your canopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good example of like the different levels. Like 
that's something people do. They drink beer and like that then is, that is they like kick a can and skydiving. Like McKenna Kanipa drank like a fucking white claw on up to altitude and did that. Okay, you uh, know I would, I would for for that question I would say I don't think you're going to be the odd guy out. You I, absolutely aren't. You're not the only person who avoids alcohol at that. No, DZ. absolutely not. It's you know the skydiving community is really really good. And, you know, what What I would recommend for that situation is just put your views out there. Be like, hey, you know, I don't drink. It's just not my thing. I would, I would recommend. everyone's going to respect you more for that. Just be honest. Just be like, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I I don't drink. And they're like, cool. Yeah, um, don't be how a- about your beer fine is pizza? Your beer fine is Red Bulls. Yeah, like Matt, the- Matt brought, like, um, those, what were they? The Go Fast or, no, the. Oh, he, all those, like, energy drinks? Yeah, he brought, like, what ones? Yeah, he oh, bought he, yeah, he bought a box of bangs. He's like, oh, man, I had my beer fine. So he bought a box of bangs. He's like, here you go, everyone. You know, the one thing I could say is don't be a dick about it. Don't be like the guy who's, like, trying to preach to, you know, the choir. Don't make it. other people – don't yeah, make yeah. other people feel bad for your decisions right. if they do choose to drink, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, don't be, don't be that guy. But, but it's as easy as, no, thank you. I, I actually just don't drink. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really simple. Just be like, you know, it's just not my thing. So and and that's all it takes. And nobody's going to be, you know, it's not like they're going to be pressuring you. It's like, dude, 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 you gotta you gotta drink a beer. You gotta. And if you, you run drink. into those people that do, just don't fucking hang out with them. They're not good for you. And just be <laughs> like, you know, it's just not me. I'm not gonna do it. Sorry, but no boundaries. Yeah, exactly. And I would say you're probably not even gonna end up in that situation in this guy. Most community. probably not. No. It's it's a really really good diverse group of people that is always very supportive of just about everything yeah you'll find your people right exactly so you know it's a, it's a really really good question for the skydiving community but a lot of these beginner questions are really based around fear yeah okay so that's a perfect transition into my next question that somebody had lisa conrad this was on february 20th hey i have 10 jumps so far and had a stupid fall on my last jump now i'm scared to jump again what can i do to get rid of the fear you can't don't get rid of the fear fear's going to be there I would say, okay, I, I disagree, and I and I agree in the same sense. So Same, I guess, yeah. You're always going to have your dorm monster, and it comes out in different things. If you're jumping every weekend, you're probably going to have less of a dorm monster. But, you know, like you, you got pretty fucking humbled. <laughs> I got fucking humbled, and I was... I was kind of spooked, but I just yeah, fucking yeah. pushed through it. You, you know? know, and that's that's how I would answer that question is, you know, you had one bad landing, but don't let it entirely bring you down. Don't let it get you scared. I would reflect on it. You know, what did I do wrong? What? How can I improve that? And nine times out of ten, your instructor is going to tell you that. And even ask them, you know, if, if nobody did kind of help you out with how your landing went, ask them, like, okay, what can I do to prevent this from happening next time? And you probably already know the answer. And they already probably told you. Yeah. But don't let it don't let it keep you from anything because it's it's just another door monster. It's just another barrier. It's all it is is mental. And like I've said numerous times on this podcast, everything you do in life is 90% mental, especially skydiving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 90% mental and 10% physical. Yeah, you might have had a bad landing. We've all had them. We yeah, still yeah, have them. Are. That's why we're the Splash Bros, dude. <laughs> Which, fucking last weekend, man. So on the same jump that Jacob had his bad landing, I landed in Shit's Creek. <laughs> Literally, just right in the wettest part of the, the whole sewage DC. line there. Man, it's just, it was like four or five inches deep of just nothing but water. And I knew as soon as I made my turn on my final, it's like, Fuck. 
I'm either hitting the taxiway or I'm hitting the damn creek. I'm not making it to the landing area. Fuck me. And there's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to turn sideways and go over the damn runway to do it. I'm not going to make a low turn. I just need to ride it out and either I'm going to land on the taxiway and have to pay beer yeah. or I'm going to land in the water and, well, make Jimmy happy because he always doesn't want me to disappoint him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy, thanks. Thank you, and you're welcome. Now, speaking of bad landings, Jesus. Um, yeah, Jimmy had some bad ones. Um, yeah, we can get... We'll, we'll, we'll have him on sometime. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, you know, for, for that specific question, I would say, you know, there's there's always going to be that fear, and it's going to come and go in the sport. You're going to have You're some... never going to lose your emotions. You just have to learn how to work with them. Instead right. of being so afraid, they are just friends. They are just signals in your brain going off saying, Oh, hey, hey you know... I'm, boom, boom, boom. This is a signal. Well, like hey, I, watch out, watch out. And you can choose to listen to those signals or you can choose not to. Like I kind of said earlier, you know, it's all humbling moments. Mm. It's a sport that is always going to humble you. It's always going to keep you very, very humble. So you're going to have those moments. It doesn't matter how many jumps you've had, where you, whether you've had 10, 20, 100, 200, 1,000. It doesn't matter how many jumps you had. You're still you're gonna get humbled at some points, and you just need to break through. Exactly. Here's another question. Taylor just posted this one day ago. Recently made my first AFF jump. I'm feeling super uncomfortable under a canopy and landing. Yep. Any advice to build my confidence? Being nervous is normal, right? Do Absolutely. a high pull. Yeah, and and that's, there you go. That's a good one. Do a high but, pull. But you know, she just finished AFF, so that's yeah, that's true. That's so true. So how how can you make someone feel comfortable who's like on their second AFF jump under canopy? Oh, and like I mean, I've you know, I've encountered people who have broken their legs. I was there when somebody broke their well, legs so after if you're, their first AFF jump. If you're still in AFF, you know one thing: listen to your instructors when you're under when you're on radio. Listen to exactly what they have to say. Be you know, understand what they're saying, and and what try to remember everything they taught you. You know what to do. You've you've heard it all before. You know what to do. So just first of all, stay calm. Oh, Too yeah. many people they they freak Wim Hof breathing. That's a good one. Um, Dude, what, what I what I do on on the ride up to altitude is I can control my breathing. I do five seconds breathing in. One, two, three, four, five, and then five seconds holding it. Okay. And then I let it out slowly, five seconds. No, that And you do good. that on the entire ride up, you're gonna feel fucking calm and you're gonna feel fucking ready. Yeah, definitely, and control your breathing. And I know, you know, a lot of people that I've heard when they do tandems, like, oh, I couldn't breathe under it. I never really had that problem, but I did. I was like, well, really? I guess it's hard to breathe. It's because you're fucking nervous. Yeah. <laughs> the one, you know, the trick is take some deep breaths, just relax, know that everything is going to be okay. And the same thing applies to when, when you're doing AFF or whenever you're, it's like under canopy, relax. And it, Jesus, you've had you'll, one jump. It's all right. Yeah, and <laughs> like, you'll, take you, it easy. It doesn't matter what DC you're You're not going to be perfect yet. It doesn't matter where you're at in the sport. Everybody, you'll hear it a million times. Relax. Relax. That's, that's all. where you get... That's where you fucking perform. Yes, and and you know if you're potato chipping when you're in AFF, and even when you get into into your coach jump, I did that. I've had a shitty fucking potato chip up until probably my 14th jump, and then I finally learned to just relax. Oh yeah, good example. And it goes away. Yeah, like and then so... you almost you, it's like man, I don't even know how to fucking potato chip anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, so Matt and I and um, I think. 
I can't remember who else it was. Uh, there's another guy. We were going to go up and do a hybrid because uh, I can stand. Um, so we were going to try a hybrid. Um, they That was me. It was you. Yeah, yeah okay. it was it me. Was you. It was you. Um, so Good morning. We went out and did a... Um, we were going to go do a hybrid. Um, and uh, they went out doing a um, open accordion. Um, mm-hmm. And I was ready to dive out, mm-hmm. and I got right up after them, and I dove out, and you guys dropped like rocks, so I had to go basically yeah, like true. head down diving to you, and I made it to you guys. Yeah, you did really good. Yeah, but I was relaxed, and, and I, we were a little far away from each other, so I know. Oh, it was we hard. were like forty feet away from each other. So no, I had to, no, no. I mean, Matt and I like. We oh, were so yeah, other. they were. Hol- you were holding on by your hands, yeah, on your we shoulders. Needed to get closer for that so one. when we got in for the hybrid, I was able to grab Matt's chest strap, and then I couldn't reach to yours because you were so far away, and I was no, like, you were holding on to me. Oh, I was holding into yours. I couldn't reach on the mats. Yeah. Um, you went to grab his, and then it kind of... And then I flipped over, because yeah. like, I couldn't... Because it wasn't close enough, so I couldn't get into that balance. Yeah. Um, and that was partially our fault, but... Yeah, but it's, it's all it about, like, you know, we weren't perfectly relaxed. We were just kind of messing around. We were figuring it well, all we out. Well, we were spinning, too, and that could be yeah, because I've been flying a new jumpsuit, um, and it's yeah, got the boots bringing those it. legs, baby. And I, yeah, I still haven't <laughs> figured it out yet. You know, there's a lot of forward movement. Um, with them booties, and, and I'm that, still figuring that's, it that's out. That's all where it comes in. Like you're gonna get that good performance when you just relax. Yeah. Just take it easy. Take a fucking breath. It's not the end of the world. You know, you are saving your own life. You're choosing. You're like, yeah. basically choosing to risk your life. You're throwing yourself out of a plane, and you're choosing to save your life at the mm-hmm. end of it. To to bring it back to that whole question, though. Yes, there is something you can do for it. Talk. Talk about it. Talk about it. Get it out Bring there. It out ask some questions. And most of all, just relax. <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's your first skydive. Yeah, Take a man. fucking chill you're pill. You're so early on it. You got you to gotta think about what you're doing. Take a, take a step back and reflect on what you are doing. You are doing something that not even 1% of the world is ever even going to attempt, let alone do on a consistent basis. So... Be Seriously. proud of yourself. Yeah, I, Be honestly, fucking so proud that you took one AFF jump. That's yeah, fucking insane. That's way further than 99.9% of the population is ever going to do. So take a step back and relax. It's going to be okay. Don't let it. Don't let the fear drive you. You know, everybody gets that little bit of door monster. Whether it's in skydiving or whether it's in life, There's all. it's, it's always going to come back. You know, you have those different moments of life. And Every you just, two weeks. Yeah, and you just have to take a step back, take some deep breaths, like Jacob was saying, and just know it's all going to be fine. And this I, goes with the skydiving liberation part. It, yeah. This, if, when you start doing this with skydiving, you start to realize, wow, I'm kind of freaking out about everything in my life, and I handle everything with sort of this, like, freak-out fear, like, oh, this is overwhelming, it's too much, what am I going to do, what will, am I going to yeah. do? And you start realizing with skydiving, like, oh, I guess this works, why don't I just... You know, take some deep breaths and push through some of my other fears. Because even for me, I'm still learning myself. I'm still figuring things out. I'm fucking 23. I'm a fucking baby. Um, you know, I there are parts of my life where I'm very emotionally mature and I'm, I'm, I'm working through things and I'm able to handle myself. And there's other parts where I, I'm so immature and I, I don't know things yet and I'm still learning and I'm living and I freak out. So there there's like, even last night I was like kind of freaking out about something and then I, uh, then I was able to think about skydiving like, oh, I can handle that. Let's yeah, take a and, breath and just... 
it'll be fine. You know, I met was meeting with a client today, and he was. I kind of brought it up, and he was. Because you're a you're a contractor, and you do landscaping, right? I do landscaping, and I do a lot of excavation work. So that's what I. That's my main main job and everything. And then skydiving is just that that thing for me. <laughs> that extra you know, flavor. That, I wouldn't even call it. That's more than that to me. And that's, that's well, what's I, the fast times at Ridgemont High? Or? Uh. All I need is some toasty waves. All I need is um, some cool waves and a toasty bud, man. I forget. I forget exactly how it goes. Love that movie. Um, But you know, I was talking to this client, and um, I forget how we even got on the topic. But I just mentioned, you know, I'm a skydiver, and um, and he kind of was asking me some questions about it, and it's like, man, that's that's my. That's my escape from everything. That's what makes me content and, and where nothing can bother me outside of, you know, uh, of life or anything. I, I'm way, and I, I, I notice it a lot more now that I've been doing it longer. But and it affects your work, right? How you're a lot more chill at work because you have like, fuck, you have big money, big problems oh, going there's, around, there's, you know? You know, with the amount of equipment I have and everything, there's, there's lots of influx of money. There's a lot of outflux of money. Um, there's just... There's things that are coming and going. There's stuff. There's machines breaking in parts, and and there's this. Uh, we have over well over a hundred and hundred and fifty clients, and then I've got, um, you know, all of all of my other big projects, let alone my regular stuff. And it just it's it's a lot of stress um, to have to manage it all, especially alone, and so that it, it can get really really stressful. And and skydiving keeps me content with it all and relaxed it really really does and i've noticed it a lot more in the last couple months is the more that i skydive the more patient i kind of become with everything the more relaxed i become with it and the less um reactive i am to it especially in a negative sense like you know it's it's gotten to the point where um you know i'm just i'm able to take some deep breaths and be like okay you know what? We have a problem. We're going to be able to solve it. It's 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 all going to be fine, even for the bigger problems. And that's something that I think skydiving does for pretty much everybody. And I think Jacob would agree with me. Like, what what skydiving did for us is it literally, God, you can you can say it a million ways, but it literally liberates you from from the stress of, from of the everyday fear, life. From the fear tension. from the stress. Yes, absolutely. I I have people tell me all the time is like you are the most fucking mellow guy I've ever met because I'm just like chill all the time and I freak out. I get I get back there because it's like the door monster. And, and we know? all do. We nothing have in life moments. is static. One no. day you might be up here to the top right. One day you might be here to the down left. Everything is fucking dynamic and it's flowing and it's fluid and you go somewhere tomorrow and you might be backwards today and it's. It's fucking weird. Life is insane. Yeah. So yeah. that leads us into our next question. Sort of, we were talking about money. Let's let's talk about this question. Yeah. So um, two days ago, Christopher. Oh man, I'm never going to try that. Something Polish. Um, he said, "Is it realistic to find a full rig for for a 170 for around three thousand dollars?" Um. Define realistic. Yeah, uh, yeah define yeah. what you're looking for. So you, you know, if you're getting a used rig, I would say it would be a, a very used rig. Now, How much did you get your rig for? Your, your so, reserve and container. Yeah, so I still don't have my main canopy. I still don't have my main risers and the main your pilot chute. Right. And I don't have the AED. Um, but my rig as of right now, which is the Javelin, I think it's Sun Pat. Uh, no, not. 
It's like a J3, I think. Something. Um, I, don't, I don't know Javelin. And like it, came with, it came with a Raven 2. Now it's from 95, both the canopy and the rig. Um, Ooh, toasty. <laughs> yeah, you are from 95, so it's older. I paid 900 bucks. Yeah, it's cheap. Go. It's cheap. And if I get my main canopy, the main risers, and the main pilot chute, we're looking at it's probably going to all end up being around three grand, probably three to thirty five hundred. You know, depending on what canopy I get, how many jumps and whatnot, and everything. I'm probably going to buy a, a new pilot chute and new risers. Just get those off of like shooting stars. So and, and there's some big tips for that. So when you're buying a new canopy, you're buying a new rig. You're looking for all of that. There's times of the year that work better. Definitely, There's definitely. Two it's seasonal. times especially that work better. The yeah. first one's going to be winter. Right mm-hmm. after that big, heavy summer, fall season, people are like, okay, I'm kind of done with skydiving. I'm going to sell my shit, and it's yep, a little I cheaper. Need, yeah, I need some money, so I'm going to sell my rig right now. I'm, 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 the sport's taken, life got in the way of skydiving. Which we hear all the time. Yeah, fuck Christ. And then, and then the second point is, as soon as the season begins, people are downsizing. And that's a great time to start looking for new rigs and new canopies. Everybody's right, right at that beginning of the summer season, end of spring. Yep, yep. Great. That's a good, really, a really good point, Jacob. So thank you and for bringing that's, that up. That's where you'll find a lot of the cheaper. When you might be able to find a rig for like five thousand, like in the middle of spring, but if you wait for the summer, you might be able to find that same rig for like thirty five hundred. Right. Because there's just a huge influx of canopies coming together, and you're like, oh, the market's a bit saturated. So you're like, okay, this is going to be a little cheaper here. Yeah. Find the right times. If you have a question, fucking email us at skydive Yeah, you know, that's, and that's a good gmail. point. If you ever have a question, you know, we're, we're not, again, we're still fairly beginners in the sport and whatnot. We'll, we'll get you in contact with someone who will be able to yeah, give you if, the best If we information. don't know the answer, we'll get you somebody who has the, an answer and that's experienced and will tell you exactly what you need to know, not just what you want to hear or whatnot, And that, some good that, info. And that's a lot of skydiving is you get, you get... What you get, what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Right, and that and that's what's great about it. Um, but you know, to go back to the question, can you get um a full rig a one seventy for around three k? Yeah, it's it's definitely possible. It'll be stretching it. Um, you're gonna definitely obviously be looking for some fairly used gear at that point. Yeah, like the container I got, like market price is usually like 4500 so mm-hmm. like it it just fucking depends what you need and want right and what you're okay with putting and what on. you're willing to spend yeah yeah so it's possible yes um realistic eh, you're probably it's close you it's, probably can do it it's close but you're probably going to end it's up spending a, fu- a it's harder more. to find it yeah exactly you won't be able to get something exactly how you want it but that's okay you know and that and that's just how it is so it depends what you need jacob i think i think you had another one that you wanted to bring up Okay, so we have um, a question from Holly Jean. This was six days ago. This one's kind of fun. I, I you know, we've That's been a, having some a, heavy shit. Let's talk about some heavy stuff. Yeah. Let's let's have some fun. Um, so Holly Jean wrote six days ago. What are your favorite songs to listen to before skydiving? That's a, that's a great question. Oh, that's great. Because I listen to music sometimes before skydiving, but I also love picking songs and finding my music because I edit my videos always after the skydive, and I'm constantly video editing for my work um, and advertising and stuff. Uh, so I have three songs that I'm kind of vibing with right now. These are songs that I like sing up while on the ride up to the plane. All right. Um, so the first one, 
Freebird, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Freebird. You can never go wrong with Freebird. Oh, yeah, it just gets you pumped. It gets you going. And that that's kind of goes back to it. A lot of this stuff with skydiving is 90% mental. When you're confident and you're listening to music and you're jamming yeah, right you know, before you, you go up. You're in a great mood. You're like, I'm ready. I'm pumped. I Let's can fucking do, do this. Let's do this shit. Um, another one I listen to is Until I Found You with uh, Steven uh, Sanchez. I don't know that one. Oh, I would never fall in love again until I found her. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was yeah. good. That, yeah, was, that good. was not good. Um, that was, that <laughs> cigarettes. Was good. I think you should try American Idol. Oh, you should try. Um, yeah, but you know that's a song that I really like. I'm very passionate about, and I sing it a lot, and I sing it up on the way to altitude. Um, and it just, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would never fall again, uh, love again until I found you. You know that 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 feeling. Brings me these emotions. All right, I've, I've, I want to interrupt you there because there's one that Jake and Wizard do every now and again. Um, that's just fucking funny. Um, so whenever we're up in the plane, sometimes we'll do the whole. We'll bring it back to like the World War II thing. It's, it's kind of it's more or less to fuck with tandem <laughs> students and whatnot and people that are going up on tandems. What would be like gory, gory? What a hell of a way to die! Gory, gory! What a hell of a way to die! Gore. Yeah, and yeah. so that, that's more or less to fuck with people while we're going up. But it's you know it's it's kind of cool. It's it's a fun one. I like I like doing that when we're when we're going up on the plane. But um, do you have um, one more? Yeah, yeah. The the other song is um like I'm really vibing with Pedro Pascal, Daddy. Like I love Pedro Pascal right now. He's okay. blowing up. He's awesome. I'm lost of us. I've been watching that. Um, most of you probably have to. Um, but there's kind of a clip with, uh, him from one of the m- m- movies, um, he was in recently, um, fuck, I can't even remember the movie, but, uh, make your own kind of music. I love that song. Okay. Um, and with skydiving, that goes kind of well. You got to make your own kind of music, make your own yeah. special song. You, you know, know, I would, I would say when it comes to getting pumped, you know, well, it, it all kind of goes back to what your whole musical taste is. Oh, and what? some young gravy. I fuck with that. Some young gravy right before that makes me feel like a badass. I'd say whatever gets you pumped. You know what I mean? Like I listen to a lot of rock music and more eighty stuff, but um. I'm Mr. Real, Worldwide, Say La Vie, yeah. See, I'm I'm real big on stuff like Audio Slave, Show Me How to Live. Oh, and even Mac Miller. I listened to a lot of Mac Miller. There was a podcast interview with Mac Miller that I really loved, and I didn't know this about about Mac Miller. I loved Mac Miller ever since like 2017, um, and his stuff is so oh, yeah, fucking so like he, flying high, like. Getting well, he high. had that whole interview where he talked about him going skydiving. Yeah, he was like, it, it was the greatest experience. It's the best of his thing life. I ever fucking did. It yeah. was the you got to get past those fears, and that that just was like, oh man. So I listened to some Mac Miller before I go. See, a I'm, small world, you know, flying, you know, avian bird. A lot of like. And I'm not I'm not big on Matt Miller. You know, that's definitely more up your alley of music. And and again, it really depends on what your kind of music in, is into. Oh, Tyler the Creator. A lot of those, like, I love that rap shit, that, that, that confidence that you can't fucking get. You just got to fucking bring. See, and I just, I can't get into rap, man, but. It's, you, it's, you listen to that Divorced Dad Rock, though. Not Divorced Dad Rock. <laughs> yeah, just, it's it Divorced could, Dad it could, Rock. I wouldn't say Divorced Dad Rock, but I would say it's definitely up the alley of of dad rock but i listen to a lot of different stuff too you know again i'm huge into audio slave right now so there's songs like show me how to live really really good song um love love that one for me that would be a good one um pearl jam pearl jam's another one because there's some good ones you know getting into like even flow and um 
Jeremy or stuff like that. But then, you know, I really like what RDZ plays. We play a lot of different stuff. And it just kind of, it, it, to me, it's all that kind of rock vibe. But I don't, I don't usually listen to music so much before I get on. I just kind of jam out to whatever the DZ is playing because it's usually somewhat up my alley. But it, it, again, whatever, if you're trying to get pumped for when you're jump, you're jumping, you know, it's it's whatever is going to get you pumped up. And I would say, you know, don't go overboard with it and definitely don't do sad songs before you, like, go up in the... Or do sad songs. <laughs> no one's going to tell you what to fucking do. Do yeah. whatever you want. I if sad s- songs are your way to, like, get into it and start feeling yourself, do it. If you had to pick one, what would be your, all right, this is the song I'm going to jam out to before I go, and then I'll do one. Ah oh, shit! You go first. You go first. All right, so I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it back out there. Show me how to live. Audio slave. That's gonna be. Let's get pumped. That's gonna be my my go to song before I jump. Show me how to live. Audio slave. Yeah. So for me, you know, uh, back to the young gravy, Mrs. Worldwide. That that makes me feel like, like a badass. Title. I'm ready to just fucking. If I go on that, I feel great. I'm happy. Um, I couldn't be happier. Um, and if I go to that, you know. There you go. It's good. All right, so we're going to do one more question then we're going to we're going to end it. But so Denise Taylor, this was 6 days ago again. She's like, "Hi guys, Hubby is thinking about returning to skydiving after nearly 40 years of absence." So that's a long ways to go without having jumped, and a lot's changed in the sport. He was on 10 second delays, but if he was to go on an AFF course, what level would he start at? As I have read somewhere, it would be possible Three quarters, maybe. Thanks. So that really fucking depends on who you are and where you are and how good you are. So, like, for me, I skipped two AFF levels. Um, and more skip, I combined them with each other because I had already had, like, a hour or two in the wind tunnel. Like, I was really getting getting it down. Now, there was one guy who, when I was doing my AFF, he was doing it. I think his name was, like, Caleb or something. Um, I don't remember him, but he uh, he's out in Arizona right now. Um so, uh, he already did AFF. He finished AFF. And what he did is he combined all the AFF jumps in three jumps. So they restarted him over, but they did all the AFF jumps in just three jumps. Uh, combined everything you needed to do for AFF in those three jumps. It really depends on the person. If you haven't, he hasn't skydived for 40 years, um, you know, that, that, that might be something where you just, just start over. That's, that's a, I mean, technically your jumps still count. Skydiving is not the same as it was 40 years ago. No, it's not even the same that it was 10 or 15 or even, you know, especially 20 years ago, there's so much that's changed. But even in the last 10 years, so much has changed. You know, 40 years ago, that's... I mean, he was he was really pushing it in the sport then. That that was when you're that was a very developmental point of skydiving. You know, so like Jacob was saying, Jesus, you know, even though your jumps may or may not count at that point, I would I would probably argue that it would probably be better to maybe start over just redo or if, if you even did over. aff then but yeah do if go he, through aff you know and he'll probably advance fairly quickly you yeah know, and if he the, does the, your aff instructors will catch up on that if they, they if he doesn't yeah. you know it all goes back to this a lot of these questions they're it's good to get your voice out there no absolutely but just fucking ask your aff instructor really that that's what it comes back to just give your dz you're wanting to jump out a call and literally ask them the question they'll answer it better yeah. than anyone on a beginner's Facebook. If if, if I could give any sort of piece of advice on this, I'd say, you know, start at the beginning and more than likely, especially with that kind of experience, I would say you'll develop a lot quicker through it and you might be able to work through it quicker, but I would start 
essentially over yeah, at that point. Yeah, but should you work through things quickly? Like those, well, it depends you know, on take how, your time. Yeah, absolutely take your time, but it depends on, you know, how advanced you are in it. Like if you've already had, you know, quite a bit of experience before. Like 100, like, 300 jumps. Yeah, Maybe yeah, then like, you might just want to do a couple check dives. Uh, yeah. I... It's going to be something that's definitely up to your DZ and and up to your progression in it. But I think overall, we'd both kind of say it would be best to just, you know, start from the beginning and then start fresh, get it all back inside, relearn everything. Because there, and again, forty years ago, things have changed so so much in the last forty years. So that would I, that would be where I would start. I'd say just get a fresh start. Absolutely. All right, guys, so we're going to do our shout-out now. I'm going to go ahead and give a big shout-out to Matt Hansen. He's on Instagram. Um, it's Matt underscore of underscore all underscore trades 87. Awesome, awesome content. He he puts out quite a bit. He's got some really, really cool stuff that you should check out. He follows us at Skydiver Liberation. He's a C-licensed skydiver out of North Carolina. He's got some really cool stuff, so give him a shout-out. You know, go follow him and, and watch his stuff, like his, his posts and his videos and stuff. Awesome, awesome content, and it's really, really cool to see what all he's doing in the sport. So give him a shout-out, and then again, go check out our stuff. Yeah, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We got a link tree. We got Patreon. Check us all out, man. Yeah, you know, and, and especially follow us on, on Spotify or Anchor or whatever. That or, really helps out. Just the views and following does. us. We really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. We got we got you guys who are listening to it right now, and we really, really appreciate right. you guys. We, we love y'all we so love much. We love you guys. So, You're helping us pursue our dreams. Right. Give us a follow, you know. Make sure you're getting every episode that we put out. We love doing it for y'all. It's every fucking uh, Tuesday and Friday. Right, exactly. And so give us a follow. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And again, you're... Yeah, come jump us at the Chattanooga Skydiving Company. Come jump with us. We'd, we would be more than happy to jump with yeah, all of you. Yeah, you can book online at chattanoogaskydivingcompany.com. Uh, book for your first tandem. Book your first AFF. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll be there with the end of the plane. Or even if you're an experienced jumper, you know what I mean, who's got his A license. We'll do, we'll do a formation jump with you. We'll be more than happy to. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll, uh, no, I'm begging you. Please come out. <laughs> Please come. I want to jump with you. I know you're listening. Jump with me. I need people to jump with. Yeah, so come jump with us, guys. We, we'd be happy to. Or even, you know, if you're at a different DZ, tell us where you're at, and, and you know, maybe we'll come out and we'll, we'll jump with you. We'd be happy to. So go check us out. Give us a follow. Thank you guys so much for all your support and for your views and your listening. We're the Splash Bros. I'm Kyler. I'm Jacob Patty. We're here with Drew Beach, our audio engineer. And we'll see you guys next time. Love you guys.